Legends of Lazarus Toys Twisted Wishes The Toymaker From the very beginning, Emil Lazarus only wanted two things. To continue the family legacy, and to make children smile. Emil Lazarus was the last-born son of the world-renowned Lazarus family of toymakers. Unlike older brother Vladimir, Emil celebrated the family heritage and eagerly awaited the day he would have the chance to make his mark in the family business. On his 25th birthday, Emil finally got his heart's desire. He was given the family's last toy shop to own and to operate. Now, once upon a time, the Lazarus family had over a dozen stores all over the country. But times change. And in the post-war boom of the 1950s, the demand for handmade, long-lasting toys was rapidly declining. One by one, each Lazarus toy store shuttered their doors, until only one remained. As the years passed, it seemed like Emile's dreams would indeed come true. His genuine affection for local children and youthful zeal paired perfectly with his deft ability to repair and craft new and novel toys. For a short time, Lazarus toys again began to thrive. But sadly, things soon took a turn, and the hits didn't stop coming for poor Emil. His parents passed away within weeks of one another, and before he could even properly mourn, he was contacted by his brother Vlad's lawyer. Vlad wanted to sell the Lazarus toys business. Emil refused and when pressed, used all of his savings to purchase his brother's share of the business. Emil was finally the sole owner of the store and the business, but it had cost him almost everything. But, he assured himself, this was all temporary. He still had the local community as steady customers. It would take time, but he could turn the business back around. Lazarus Toys, his legacy, would endure. But now, with Vlad gone from his life, he appeared to be the last Lazarus. And that didn't seem to be changing anytime soon. Emil had no children of his own. He didn't even have a wife. Not that he was opposed to the idea, but he never found the right woman. One who shared his love and devotion to the store and the toys contained therein. His continued bachelorhood raised the eyebrows of his neighbors, and soon cruel whispers made themselves known. Suspicious parents took their children elsewhere, and Lazarus Toys was soon in dire financial straits. So much misfortune in so short a time weighed heavily on Emil's mental state, and while he still wholly wished to continue his family legacy and bring a smile to every boy and girl, a new darkness began to tinge the outer borders of his heart. He began to hate those who had visited such misery upon him. And part of him, even if it was just the tiniest part, wished for them all to suffer. And then, on Halloween night, 1962, he found the bear. It looked so sad and alone, sitting just outside the store's front porch. Emil wondered who had abandoned it there. There had been no trick-or-treaters that night, to be sure. Was this some prank? some new cruelty visited by his neighbors. He stooped and picked up the bear, feeling the patched and worn coat, and a strange warmth, and something else. A dull, 
repeating thump. Faint, yes, but still there. It felt very much like a heartbeat. Emil Lazarus carried the bear into the toy store, closed the door, and was never seen again. Ever since, no one has been able to reopen the store. Attempts to demolish it have failed, and it sits like an old scar, taunting the locals who think back on their actions and wonder if they were wrong to treat Emil so poorly. Adventurous youths who have found their way inside, only on the sunniest of days, tell of the dusty interior, left whole and rotting ever since the last Lazarus vanished. But those who enter at night, well, they have a different story to tell. Those that return, anyway. You see, it was no ordinary bear that Emil found that night, and it was not sheer chance that he found it at all. The bear's name was Charlie, and dwelling inside was something very old and very cruel. A corrupting spirit that was drawn by the good-hearted toy maker's mounting anger and sadness. With its power, it might have reversed Emil's fortunes. Instead, it twisted the toy maker for its own dark amusement. Emil Lazarus is still inside Lazarus Toys. He's trapped there, as are any foolish enough to pass through the door once the sun goes down. The store has become a playground of evil, filled with the screams of the damned and the laughter of the malevolent. The toys make war on each other, or take out years of frustrated rage on any unlucky enough to enter their world. They worship at the altar of Charlie Bear the corruption of the innocent. And there dwells Emil Lazarus, forever trapped. Poor Emil, who only ever wanted two things, to continue the family legacy and to make children smile. Now, he is only the toy maker, heir to an endless nightmare, who relishes the sound of screams. <laughs>